Hey everyone, and welcome to the Travel Mission Podcast, where we want to help you win with all things travel, Disney, and more. Now on today's episode, we are going to go a little bit adult, because we're talking about the best spots to find adult beverages at Walt Disney World. Let's go. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Travelmation podcast. Just wanted to give you guys a big piece of news as well as some holiday wishes. Starting January 1st, park hopping is returning to Walt Disney World. This is so exciting. You can fit more magic into your day and this is something that I think we all have been looking forward to for a very long time. And on behalf of Tim, Alston, myself, and the rest of the Travelmation team, we wanted to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving with your loved ones, whether that be in person or virtual. We'll be back next week with Around the World in 80 Seconds. Enjoy the show! Hey everybody, it's Alston. Hey, it's Christina. And I'm Tim. And this is the Travelmation Podcast. Thank you so much again for joining us. Today we are talking adult beverages at the happiest, most magical place on earth. What what better pairing, right guys? But we can't do this alone. We had to bring back one of our favorite guests here in, isn't it crazy we're already at 20 episodes? One of our favorite guests from the past 20 episodes, Mickey King, the one who talked about the Disney weddings, Disney honeymoons. He knows all about the adult beverages, so we had to bring him back on the show. Mickey, welcome back, my brother. Thank you so much for having me back. Man, we're excited. So from what I've heard, now Tim Tim is the expert here on all things Mickey King, but he told me if we were going to mention wine on the podcast, <laughs> and I think you even said this in the episode, you said, I have to come back for that episode. So we said, we're going to do an episode, but we decided... Let's not just go wine. Let's open it up a little bit broader because, you know, everybody's got their favorite thing. Everybody's got their favorite drink. So we decided to go all things adult beverage, and you just said you're overwhelmed already. You're overwhelmed by the amount of content (laughs) that could possibly come on this episode. I love that. I am overwhelmed, yes. I think I said actually to Christina was I could do an entire episode just on champagne. (laughs) Which is, yeah, that's amazing. I mean, maybe that'll have to happen, but I'm just going to go ahead and commit to a part two on this episode because I feel like this is one of those topics. that's happening. It's one of those topics that really has just become a sweet spot for Disney, and it's ironic because when Walt opened Disneyland, there was no alcohol. But now we're talking about the best places to get adult beverages in all of Walt Disney World, and there is an ongoing list that we can fill at least two episodes with. So let's dive in. Mickey, you are the guest, and I know you're overwhelmed with content, so let's get your first one out. When you think adult beverages, when you think having a good time at Disney with that good beverage in your hand, where are you going first? Oh my gosh. I Right before we started this, I said, I have a list sitting next to me of all my favorite places in Disney to enjoy adult beverage. And this is so hard. But when you ask the question, I have to go with the first thing that popped in my mind. And it's I'm sure it's on no one's radar is the Bellevue Lounge at the Boardwalk Hotel lobby. And so it's if you walk in the boardwalk and I love the boardwalk. So this also has an, an emotional you know connection for me. Um, I've been going there since the year it opened. My parents bought uh, inaugural year for DVC. If you walk in the boardwalk lobby to the right is this little tiny lounge and it is not big. It is small. They do not serve food there, 
but it just has this really cool vibe. They play like old like 1940s or 20s like radio shows, like oh, programs. That's awesome. And it has like this really old, cool kind of vibe to it. Um, yeah, and it's not doesn't have a huge wine list. Just sit down, have a glass of scotch, and relax. It's just a really nice place to just relax. They've also got some fun little like board games and stuff there, like old they school do. board games. Like you can play a game of checkers. Yeah, that's a cool spot. I like that a lot. Yes, that is a cool spot. Uh, huge selection, no atmosphere or service. Well, I yes. think you bring up such a good point, and this is where I felt like we would end up going because kind of like when we talked about our favorite resorts, a lot of these favorite spots, at least on my list, they're tied to nostalgic memories, right? Like a great experience you had, a great date with your spouse. And so automatically that place just rises to the top of your list. And so I love that yours right off the bat, it's like, hey, it might not have the best wine list, but this is a special place to me. And so when I think about like coming home, that's where I want to be. I love that. That's awesome. All right. We're jumping ladies next. And we know that this girl loves her adult beverages. Christina <laughs> Riccio, where are we going for your favorite spot? Where to begin? Where to begin? And we actually texted about this place earlier, the four of us. Um, but I'm going to start off with Tutto Gusto Wine Cellar. Mm. I believe it is a hidden gem. It is in the it's Italy Pavilion in Epcot. In my opinion, those bartenders are tried and true bartenders. They You can go up to the bar there and say, you know, I'm in the mood for something fruity but not too sweet. And they will come up with a craft cocktail for you. Um, they have a delicious espresso martini. They obviously have a lot of... Uh, limoncello type drinks and I, I just love the atmosphere it's gorgeous in there it's brick it looks like an actual wine cellar there's bricks everywhere they do have a lounge menu as well um but you know one of the things that I do like about Epcot as well is you can't really go into the Italian bar and say can I have some champagne <laughs> like from Champagne France they'll be like no you got to go to the French pavilion That's and right. that that is very important to remember so you may have a full bar in the you know in certain areas but they really only have their own alcohol from their own country for the most part which is cool um, though. so that's very important to note so cool so cool so that's my that's my best place to find a true bartender someone who can really make a good drink for you i love that and i think it's funny because a lot of people they jump if you say adult beverages in disney at least the first place i go mentally is drinking around the world in epcot right I mean, at least right. that's what right. the t-shirts say, right? Bippity-boppity-booze. And it's, it <laughs> is, though, Tutto Gusto, it's a, it's a classic, right? So there's all these new places. There's these fun, like, hip bars that they're introducing in Disney Springs. But sometimes you just can't beat the classics. And I feel like that's what Tutto Gusto is for me, too. So I love it. All right, Timmy. It, oh, it's yeah. amazing. Mickey, I think you've said that they have the best espresso martini on property, right? I've said that several times. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they have the best espresso martini everywhere. I, I mean, it's not besides the the alcohol and the way they mix it. Like Christina said, their bartenders are very knowledgeable. The espresso is good. I mean, it's like legit Italian right. espresso that they're making right there mm. in the building. So that's awesome. That's that's a huge part of your martini is the espresso. In it, that's so. awesome. All right, Timmy, are we going somewhere for a Moscow right. Mule? That's what I want to know. So we're not. I mean, I know that's my... We'll go there yeah. next. Yeah. We'll go there next. But, you know, I'm going to keep us drinking around the world. I'm going to come out of Christina's country. We're going to hang a right. 
and go to the end of world showcase to Mexico. Hey. And we're going to go to Cava de Tequila. That's right. Surprise, oh, yeah. surprise. Um, but it is I'm not a, surprised. But my favorite drink is a mule there. They have a Mexican mule that's amazing. So <laughs> it is a mule, just not a Moscow mule. Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of similar to Mickey and Christina, you know, yeah, they have great drinks and that's, you know, that's part of it. But I mean, when you're, when you're inside of the Mexico pavilion and you wander into this little dark cavern of a, you know, tequila bar, like you do not feel like you're in a theme park whatsoever. Yeah. And, you know, right right now they don't have any seating because, you know, we're in 2020, but typically they've got, I don't know, what would you say? Maybe room for 20 or 30 people max, max. in there. Yeah. Maybe a little Definitely. more. Yeah. Maybe um, 20, 30. Yeah. They serve chips and queso and guac. Um, and then you can get pretty much any margarita you want. You can get uh, mezcal. You can get flights of mezcal. Um, they have a pretty popular drink right now um, that's a Neil Patrick Harris margarita. Um, so they have all these unique special drinks, margaritas. They've got um, they've got a great following on Instagram, and they'll do kind of fun stuff. They had a special drink even today for Dia de los Muertos, mm. and it had this. They they had a special margarita, but they were doing the smoke bubble with the smoke gun on oh, top. That's cool. Um, mm, so nice. yeah. Great bartender. Shout out to Hilda, who's the <laughs> yes. manager there. She's always amazing. I always have to get a selfie with her when I go in to get my margarita. Yeah. Um, and if you want to have the true Mexico pavilion experience, I'm not endorsing this. I'm not saying I've done this before, but a great experience would be to get your drink and sneak it onto the boat ride <laughs> in Mexico. Trace Caballeros. And that... That is unlocking the true experience in the Mexico Pavilion. That is a great one. So that's that's where I'm going. I can't remember which of the birds it was, but do you remember seeing that meme of Jose just like passed out on that that ride? Yes. Oh yeah, it's his animatronic died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was hysterical. Uh-huh. But yeah, I should have known you were going mm-hmm. there first because you have Hilda's number, and she texted you when they had that's new right. tequila flights coming out. Which, I mean, just the fact that that happened should show me that's your favorite spot. It's a great yeah. one, though. And the queso I, alone. I do sure. love that spot. Some people consider queso an adult beverage. I just want to say that I, I'm i happy that I'm not the only person who knows people who serve alcoholic beverages in Disney. I thought because I knew the bartenders that I just drank too much there. <laughs> oh, no. So now no, no. now I don't feel alone, right. Tim. Thank no, you. We have more bartender names to drop in this episode, Mickey. You're in good company here. Oh God! I will tell you my favorite when we <laughs> get there. A, this is good company, Mickey. Austin, what uh, <laughs> what are, where are you going for your first spot? So I'm gonna cheat a little bit and I'm gonna go general Uh-oh. for my first one. But I think I think you guys will go with me, and we might we might even dive into the specifics here. But when I think about adult beverages at Walt Disney World, I think my favorite moments, my favorite memories are just the lounges at the resorts, right? And so I know that's general. I know it's vague, but really specifically the deluxe resorts. Whenever we're staying on property and we're staying in a deluxe resort, there's nothing like coming back either after the pool or after a long day in the parks and just grabbing a drink at one of the lounges and just hanging out. You do not feel like you were at a theme park anymore. And especially you do not th- feel like you're at a kid's theme park, which is what a lot of people call Disney World incorrectly. <laughs> but if I had to pick a specific favorite, I love Tambu Lounge. I feel like that uh, just has that nostalgic feel for me. That was where I actually had my first alcoholic beverage at Walt Disney World. 
Uh, wow. Adam Duckworth, uh, our president, bought, uh, I think it was a Manhattan. Is that the right? Was that where it was, Tim? I feel like oh you were there. Oh, my gosh. You went to the Polynesian and got a Manhattan? Yeah, that's Adam ordered it. You need some Blame rum. him. Next time he's on the show, you guys can call I'll him out for him. it. After that, he got me a Godiva martini. So that was my second one. I'm like, oh my what gosh. kind of terrible night was this? <laughs> but now, now we don't go there anymore. Not to those drinks, at least. But yeah, I love, I love right. the lounges. I love all the different ones. Animal Kingdom Lodge has a great one at Jumbo House. Um, what is that? The Victoria Falls Lounge? Is that still the name? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That one's super love cool. Love the vibe there. So Very if, cool. yeah, if you just, if you're having, you know, that midday nap and your kids are in the room, maybe your spouse took a nap too. That's one of my favorite things to do is just pop over to one of the lounges, have a drink and just enjoy. It really slows down your trip, right? And that's one of the things that I, it's a, a love hate relationship with the Disney trip. They go by so fast. So anything you can do to slow yeah. down the trip, to slow down time while you're there, it's just one of my favorite things to do. So that's it. That's my first one. All right, Mickey, back to you, brother. Um, I mean, I have to tell you, as you're telling this about slowing down your trip, I'm uh, thinking all the time when I go, uh, I would constantly fight with Krista, my wife, like, we have to get back to the Grand Floridian so we can yep. go to Meisner's Lounge at that yes. Meisner's oh. Lounge and listen to the band so I can drink and listen to the band and yes. just end my night. I'm like, I don't care about the fireworks. I just want to sit in a chair and relax. And now the Enchanted Rose, of course, was a, a beautiful yeah. addition, and um, I'm completely happy with it. I was so scared and, uh, that that was not going to turn out well, but it did. But, of course, there's no more. No more band. Rest yeah. in peace. Ugh. For now. Yeah. Tear here to my eye first, here. first um, we lost Meisner's was, then we lost the band what's next Bazin I mean seriously take everything from us they better not they better not oh my gosh yo I cannot tell you that my kids love that soap but that's a different episode I guess yeah. <laughs> I love their lip they have time. a great lip balm and a great lip scrub that oh, I keep um, in my Disney bag that I always take with me when we enough. travel love Basin uh, but I have um as far as the list of places where to drink in Disney, there are so many things on my list here, and it's just I don't even like I could write a book. Who on are it, you, I me? I mean, I know, <laughs> Christina. We need we need to hang who out. Who are Christina. you, me? Um, so I everybody who mentioned their place mentioned the service. Mm-hmm. So how amazing is that, right? We're sitting here, we're, we're having an episode about talking about alcohol, and uh, as you guys know, I'm, I'm in the hospitality business. And I preach to my staff all the time. We don't sell food and beverage here. We sell an experience. And that's what Disney sells too. And that's what I, that's, if you saw an email from my work email address, it's right underneath my name. It says, we don't sell food and beverage. It's all an experience. Because that's what every one of us just mentioned. We mentioned the experience. We really didn't mention the alcohol. You know, I said I had scotch. That's pretty nondescript. That's what's so amazing about all these places. And that's, it's really any place. And if you think about your favorite place at home too, it's the same thing. You go there for the experience. You're not really going for the wine. We all have a, a drink in our hand right now. We're not ashamed. <laughs> Every one of us bought this at the liquor store. That's true. Um, but you go to that restaurant, you go to that place, you go to, you know, um, you know, that lounge and Disney world because the experience you're getting. So the service is just as much, if not more than the actual alcohol that you're getting. Um, it's just incredible that, you know, when you first ask people that question, they first, they think of a drink, but what they really remember is the experience. So 
that's just incredible. And that, that you all that's a that. great point, Mickey, because when we were, you know, getting ready and prepping for this episode, I felt like there were kind of two ways we could go, either the best drinks at Walt Disney World or the best places to enjoy drinks at Walt Disney World. And we kind of went for that latter one. And maybe we do another episode, you know, the best cocktails, those kind of things, and that's fun. Um, and we will get into some of the specifics today, but really what we wanted to focus on was the where. And kind of like you said, even the who that's going to be part of that experience with you because it is so much about the experience. So that's great. I love it. Yeah. And I don't want to go off into a deep dive off of the topic, but you know, we're in a, we're in a season right now, obviously where Disney's having to make tough decisions with cast. And like, I think that's all that's affected all of us, everybody who's probably listening to this episode, you know, and like we all personally know cast members who have been laid off and affected by everything. And like, I know for me, when I hear that kind of stuff, these are the first things I think mm-hmm. about. I don't think about like, is there going to be somebody to, you know, hit the button on Space Mountain <laughs> for it to go off? You think of like the, you know, the cast member at the check-in desk who gave you such a great experience or that waiter or waitress or bartender. And so I think that's such a valid point, Mickey and, you know, Austin, that it's funny that that's, that's where our brains yeah. go. But Mickey, you said you said that, that's what we were talking about, but you didn't give your second location. Where's your second location if you had to choose that you would love to have an adult beverage? So if this is our experience talk, yeah, I'm going to go f- purely for the experience. And if it's purely for the experience, and I'm, this one is definitely on, on all your radars, it would have to be Jelly Rolls. Oh, nice. Ooh. So <laughs> weird that my top two are both of the boardwalk um it have to be jelly rolls the experience there is and again it's not a place that's got like a fancy wine list like california grill or or flying fish um but it has that experience you know and that's if i want to hang out with the three of you i'm gonna say let's go to jelly rolls yeah you know so can let's I, go to jelly rolls can i i have never i had never been to jelly rolls until january of Same. this year ever. absolutely Same. Yeah, all three of us. Yeah, we went on the retreat, Mickey. We had we like all went together. We had like seventy yeah. of our travel agents in Jelly Rolls. It was a I wild mean, night. When we're not recording, I will tell you <laughs> some stories about Jelly Rolls, especially two nights before my wedding. My oh, goodness. there you go. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> well, non-recording. Shout out to Piano Rob, who came on one of Piano right Rob. The we all love Piano Rob. Came on one of our first Zoom calls and yep. played for us. That was awesome. He That's right. did. He did. He's awesome. Another cast member that you think of, you That's know? Right. right. So I love that. All right, Christina, where's your uh, second location? I hate you stole being jelly called rolls because I you. have like a book to go through here. It's okay. We have a, we'll have a second episode. It's fine. <laughs> so I noticed actually the majority of my choices were either Epcot or Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom, which I thought was a little bit of a surprise, but I do like the drinks at Animal Kingdom. So I'm going to go with Dawa Bar nice. next. Um, I think that's where you can get the best tropical drink. They have a jungle juice there that is delicious, and they also have good uh, beers and wine. Um, I like that place strictly for the alcohol because it's not that much of an experience type of place because it's really more of a grab-and-go situation. You're waiting in line, you go to the bar, and then you leave. So you don't get to interact with the cast members that much, um, but I like going there strictly for the jungle juice 
It's right by the safari. They won't let you on with with your drink, but maybe if you're Tim, you can get onto the safari with your drink. <laughs> the trick is to have four kids running around causing chaos, you know, and then they don't even see the drink. Yeah. Are, are Tim and I the only one that know that yeah. trick? I don't know. Apparently, stick we it in the stroller. Yeah, you the put stroller. the cup on the stroller. Come That's on, right. everyone knows these that aren't trick. the tips. Everyone, yeah, you didn't hear that here, folks. You did not hear that here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they're really yeah. here for. That's, that's what right. they're listening for. Hit that subscribe <laughs> button, folks. Yeah. How do you sneak alcohol out of Epcot? Put it in the stroller. Stroller. Hilarious. Wow. Awesome. I'm not saying I did that. Right, yeah. You just <laughs> saw somebody doing it. Listen, let's be honest. I've never understood that rule because I, I get yelled at and you have to, first of all, you have to like guzzle it, right? Tr- and right. then leave you the park. It and then drive. And then as soon as you walk up the little walkway there, there's, I don't know, 13 bars within a Frisbee distance where you can get another drink. Like it's right. crazy. If, if you're going out the International Gateway, I don't understand yeah. it. I, I understand it if you're right. going into the parking lot. But <laughs> Correct. I, I, it's the International Gateway side that I'm like, I don't, okay, yeah. I don't get it. How many yep. feet is it from the International Gateway to Beach Club? Oh, I mean, you, it's walking you can throw a Frisbee. Yeah. And hit it, yeah, yeah. So I can literally get a drink in a hundred feet. So it's it is silly on that side. On the other side, I understand the reason. The other side, I understand. Yes. You shouldn't yes. be walking to your car going, "Have a good night." <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I agree with that side. I was referring to the back. That's right. That's right. All right, Tim, where are you going next, buddy? Man, well, I oh, I feel like I was like yelling at Christina to just pick one, and then I look at my list and I can't pick right? one. Um. All right, so if we're going experience, I'm going to th- this place has come up a lot here recently in episodes yeah. from me, but I'm going. going to the Riviera Resort. Yes, sir. Um I'm going upstairs first to Topolino's Terrace. So this year between um we were there for our retreat in January, um and then I was back there for like a night in March. Um and we've been there since after the pandemic. And every time James is the main bartender up at Topolino's and he's just one of those dudes. That's like amazing. Like we'll have a conversation. Um, when we stayed there, I went up to get a drink while Mal put the two littles to bed and Jack and Cole went up there, you know, great dad, take him to the bar. Um, but I was getting to go drinks to take back to the room. And so they sat up there while he was making them and he starts a conversation and probably talks to them for 20 minutes makes them two little mocktails that were just like Sprite and fancy fruit and whatever. Um, But like, they still talk about that and about how cool that was and how they felt special. Um, And so, but yeah, like they have an amazing list up there. Mm -hmm. The view from that viewing deck. I mean, if you just want a place to relax, go up there, get a cocktail and go out on that patio. Like it's amazing. It's gorgeous. I'm going to play right off of yours onto my next one because it's the same reason that I love Topolino's Terrace is the same reason I love California grill. And when you have Mm -hmm. just, you have that perfect drink for me, it would be a glass of red wine and you just get it and you go out and just sip it on the terrace, enjoying the view. That is, there's just no better experience. Um, I almost said top of the world lounge, but you know, DVC restricted. So I didn't want to throw it out there for those, (laughs) even though I just snuck it in, it's fine. But yeah, the view <laughs> plus the adult beverage just makes the experience amazing. So yeah, California Grill's my next one. And Mickey, I know, isn't that near the top of your favorite wine list? Wouldn't you say that? California Grill has an amazing wine list. Um, mm. It's, so yes, amazing, yes. The only caveat to it is that it is, and purposely so, it's very California centric. Yeah, that makes sense. So right. there's just, 
not a lot of European yeah. wines. Um, it's very, very light on the European lines, which Tepolino Terrace, on the other hand, uh, has European and California. And so I think it's, I think it's very well balanced. The Tepolino Terrace, I got to go with Tim on that one. But the California Grill List is exquisite, yeah. though. I mean, if you want the best wines in California, yeah. you are at the spot. I mean, there is no better place to drink wine and eat pizza. Yeah. <laughs> or sushi. My favorite. Yeah, one of my favorite things is going to just no reservation. Just walk in there because people don't know this, right? No reservation. You just walk out there and be like, oh, I'm going to the bar. You can go to the bar at California Grill, no reservation, walk mm-hmm. up there. It's the full menu. Yep. I think you mentioned this on your fine dining one, did you? Yep. Yeah. 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 And you could just be like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have the flatbread, this sushi, and this glass of wine. And it's like, <laughs> it's perfect. It is perfect. So yeah. it, you are spot on, Alston. I mean, that is a great place to go drink. Um, you, you know what? And Top of the World Lounge, I know you mentioned it real quick, but it is – it's lacking the ambience, I mm-hmm, think, that California yeah. Grill has. So it's cool because it's very quiet that it's the DVC restricted lounge, but I'd rather – I mean, who do, would not want to just go hang out at California Grill, just go sit in one of the couches? Yeah. Funny story. I saw Tim Allen there no one way. time. No <laughs> way. Oh, my goodness. Was, there, I was uh, there drinking glass of wine with Buzz Lightyear. I was actually nowhere near him. But <laughs> to that's infinity and beyond. Buzz, to Buzz Lightyear <laughs> was sitting in one of the lounge chairs, just hanging out with one of his buddies, and I'm like, "Oh my god, Buzz Lightyear is right there, that's drinking amazing. wine and having pizza." And so that's am I. Awesome. All right, uh, really quick so before cool. we do one more around the world, what would you say are the top three wine lists on property? Hit us. Oh, okay. Uh, Flying fish which I already told you is that I think that's my number one. Um, Wine Bar George uh, is probably actually number one, but Flying Fish is my favorite. Um, I'm going to say it's uh, California Grill, except I don't know Victorian Alberts well enough to answer that question because I've only been there once and it was a long time ago because it is super duper expensive. So that's the only wine list I really don't know well. But I would have to say that it would probably beat all of them. George used to work there. Oh, yeah. Right. right? Wine Bar yeah. George. He was the sommelier there that created the list. So, um, okay, so I gave you four. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. The bonus one for that listener that's ready to go to Victorian Alberts. And if you want to book. Ready to go to Victorian Alberts. Yeah, for, if you want to book your trip, it's Alston at Travelmation.net. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Although I. I think I remember from the fine dining episode that Tim's got a hook there. That's right. Sorry, yeah. Austin. He's All been right. there. That's right. Tim, that's mm, right. True. Tim's we got just, a hook at Victorian Alberts. We just need them to reopen. We're still paying off that loan. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Let's do one more around <laughs> the horn for the first part of the adult beverage episode at Walt Disney World. Mickey, take us one more time. Where are you going next? Oh, oh wait. I just want to add on one more thing I've, about the wine list because it just popped my head. Most interesting wine list has to be Wine Bar George. Okay. Yes. I can I can respect interesting that. Interesting and diverse. I'm surprised you it didn't mention just... Gico. I always thought they were near the top of the wine list, too. Oh, man. You know what? Slipped my mind. Gico is incredible, but same thing. If I have to go by balance, yeah. uh, you know, the other ones will definitely win because Gico is amazing, but it's all South African wine. Correct. Right. Yeah. There is nothing from anywhere else. Uh, but, oh, there's a wine tasting at Gico. Once a week on Wednesdays. Did we know this? No. Tim did. I did it. It's incredible. Wine and cheese. Mm, It is. That's my love language. And it's cheap. Sign Austin up. 
It is cheap. It's like lunch. It's lunchtime. It's like two o'clock. Best like twenty five dollars I ever spent, or whatever it was, or thirty dollars. It was awesome. great. It was incredible because uh, it's you know you get to taste all South African wines, which is not something you normally do every day. Yeah. One of my That's favorites cool. there is the Pinotage. It's not one you get everywhere. But oh it's yeah, so good. Yeah, Pinotage is nice. Um, oh, so I have to pick a third place now. Hmm. Hmm. For the experience, what should I pick? Uh, oh man, this is so tough right now. Okay, I'm going to jump into the park because I haven't done it in park one yet. I've done boardwalk and boardwalk. Nomad Lounge. Oh, you Boom. stole it from us. Boom. Nailed did I steal it. You stole it. Did I steal, yep. did I steal it from Tim? All of us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nomad Lounge, I have to tell you, if you are at Animal Kingdom and you are just like, exhausted because you've been online for three and a half hours for flights of passage and then you went on the safari ride and you're like i just need to sit down and take a break no man mm-hmm. lounge go sit outside the wine list is excellent yep. and they have uh, incredible selection uh, especially if you're looking for more unique wines like the african wines and they have a nice little small menu just take a break and you yep. have all of a sudden been transformed outside of a theme park and you're now just looking at this beautiful little wilderness backdrop. Totally agree. And I w- and I'll say this too. I can't tell you the amount of clients that I've given that recommendation to Mickey. Yep. And they text that day of their trip. They're like, "Oh my gosh, favorite part of our trip was Nomad Lounge." And it's so cool because a lot of people would think, "Oh, it's a lounge." Like we have little kids, or like they don't want to yeah. go there. But the coolest thing about that menu is every single cocktail that they have, and they have quite a list, and they are all very creative mm-hmm. and out of the box has a non-alcoholic yep. version. So yeah. like, even if you're with adults who don't drink or are pregnant or whatever, like they can still get a really fancy drink and it's not alcoholic or your kids can choose a fun drink. Um, and so that's a pretty cool option too. I love that you chose that because the three of us actually fought over who would take <laughs> Nomad so Lounge true. today. Yeah. So I love that you took it, Mickey. Good he for solved you. It. Solved it. I am <laughs> so sorry that I stole it from all of you. If I could tell you, the Chenin Blanc is probably my favorite thing to drink there because it's usually hot in Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom, average 10 degrees hotter than the rest of the parks. I don't know if you heard that, if that's like a real thing yes. or not. But Chenin Blanc, it's, and I mm-hmm. always, I always sit outside. Like I have this, set, like in those like really big, like huge, mm-hmm. it's like, like patio bench. furniture. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, and they have vegan sliders, which is great for me because I don't... Uh, and a great go. cheese board. Yes, they do have a great cheese board. I do eat cheese. I'm not a vegan. Man, I would actually say not only is that one of my favorite adult beverage spots, that may be one of my favorite spots in all of Walt Disney World. Like Nomad Lounge, that is... I would agree. When I think of just like chill, relaxing, slow down your trip places, that is where I mentally go. And it's it's Yep. Perfect. Shout out to Aaron. One of the bartenders there. Yeah, another thing. Great service. Like, always phenomenal service there. I have to tell you, it is... It's probably the best lounge, like, connected to a restaurant. But it's the best lounge in Disney World. I mean, if you're just, like, want to, like, hang out. And, and yes. Tim, I mean best lounge yeah. of any Correct. lounge that I've ever been yeah. to. That's high praise, especially coming from you and your field. That's crazy. And it's probably the most popular Joe Rody place to get a sighting over there. <laughs> I think that's where all it of our good Joe Rody Oh my god, I didn't know that. Now I'm going to go yeah. more. <laughs> oh yeah, he loves that spot. It is. He probably created it. That's why he did. He that's took right. it from some place. 
he went to in Nepal and he drew it on the back of a napkin and now it is created. <laughs> well, that's, that's what right. it is though, for real. That's like right. if you go inside, it's a lot of the sketches and the artwork that they created on their research trips for Animal Kingdom. So it's got that history to it and the Disney vibe too. Yeah. So amazing. So, all right, Christina, you've got one more shot. Where are you, you going to take us? All right. I'm going to take it home with a, an amazing experience. Rose and Crown. I have Ooh, not been there. Good choice. <gasps> oh man, that is a that is I always I go there every time I go wow. to Epcot. Oh my goodness! Okay, it's the best so, pub ever. Best pub ever. Ever. It, ever. <laughs> it definitely. I, I. You know what? I actually haven't been there during COVID, but um, they're bef- open. They're open, yeah, but yeah. I, I I assume that it's not how it used to be because I mean it's not slam packed, but they're still open and you can still sit inside the pub That's, area. It's called perfect. Rose and Mac. So, so that is one place that you can't even walk into typically outside of COVID because it is a UCF college hangout. Really? Mm-hmm. And yes, and you know these kids will be done with class and then they come on over to Epcot and they hang out there. Um, great bartenders they have awesome it's you know it's almost like just when in rome kind of thing so i'll i'll do like a black and tan you know so which is guinness and um now i'm blanking and half it's half smithwick half guinness so black and tan they call it something else blacksmith imperial pint or something like that so they have a ton of great great beers they have whiskey flights uh scotch flights johnny walker flights so they do they go all out with their with their pub. They have a someone on the keyboard doing um singing like Beatles songs and it's just it's rowdy in there. You feel like you're in an actual English pub or Irish pub. I mean, that place is second to none in my opinion for for an authentic experience in Epcot. I love I've not been there, but I, I love their name because if you don't know this, this is just a little fun fact to tell your friends. But they named it by taking the two most popular words in all the pubs in England or the UK, one of the two. And they said, okay, the two most common words out of all these names, yes. rose and crown. So that's what we're going to call it. Rose and crown. Boom. There you go. I love it. It's freaking perfect. Perfect. Timmy. Alston, we're going to take you there in January. We're taking you. I'm in. It's a must go, Alston. I can't believe you've never been. You know what? It's people don't, I feel like a lot of people don't know it's there. Like, they don't know, like, they see, like, the fish and chips mm-hmm. thing, but I don't think they realize, like, it's a full-on bar inside. It's yeah. just normally oh, yeah. packed when I'm like, there. And when you say it's a college hangout, oh, it is packed. But they're oh, open, they are open till close of Epcot. So, like, if oh, you're yeah. like, uh, I have to get, like, my last, like, shot of whiskey in before I go home tonight, <laughs> then they're That's the that. place to do it. <laughs> That's the place to do it. You could just, I mean, it is great. I mean, I've walked in there, like, we're just, like... Like, yeah, let me just get, you know, shot of Jameson and just take it and, like, walk outside and throw out my coffee. It's just, it's just the perfect. But not out the international gateway. They won't let you. Well, it's in a coffee cup, Alston. <laughs> <laughs> in the coffee cup, in the stroller. You're good to go. In the stroller. That's awesome. All right, Timmy. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm going to go. All right. Last one. I'm going back outside of the parks. We're going to the Wilderness Lodge, and we're going to Geyser Point. Nice call. That's where we're going next. If we're talking experience and location and service, I mean, that's one of my favorites. So if you don't know, Geyser Point located 
at Wilderness Lodge. When they did the refurb of the resort a few years ago, this was an addition. And it's right by the lake. And it's a big open air, I don't know what you would call it, pavilion Mm -hmm. with a bar in the middle. And then around the bar is a bunch of our favorite patio furniture. Um, So like, you know, nice little blocks of seating that seat, I don't know, six to 10 people or so. Um, They have an amazing menu, bison burgers and some Mm -hmm. other great things, but it's just a great spot to have a drink. They've got some like blackberry mules, which hello, I like a mule. So spins on that. It's always a good thing. Um, But great service. And honestly, it's just a great place. One of my favorite memories there is we were in the Magic Kingdom and it was about eight o'clock. And for some reason, we hadn't eaten dinner. And for most of you, you know that we eat dinner early. We're on the toddler schedule. So we had like snacked or whatever, but we were hungry and we were debating on staying for fireworks. And we decided we didn't want to, that we were hungry and we were staying at the lodge. So we took the boat back and we got a table and we got drinks, the kids, it was a little chilly and they had, um, heaters there, but they bring out blankets. If it's Mm. cold, like they'll bring blankets for your kids, which is amazing. And so we sat there, we ordered, we ordered food, we got drinks. And then when the fireworks start, you can see a little bit of them over the tree line, not much, but they piped in the music for happily ever after. And so we just sat there and then the electrical water pageant comes by. Like it was just the perfect spot. Um, So that's just a really cool location. Great cast. Um, The bartenders are always great, but yeah, that's a really cool spot to get a drink, get a meal. Hang out. No, that's a great hangout spot, especially if the weather's nice and you're just right on the water. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's a great so place nice. to watch a sports, uh, I almost said a sports event, a sporting event, um, <laughs> which we could do an episode on that too. But yeah, there's a mm-hmm. lot of times, you know, your favorite game just happens to be in the middle of your trip and that's a great spot to catch it. Absolutely. I've done that a couple <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah. The worst spot is ESPN Club to watch. Right? That. Isn't that that's ironic? the truth. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, I know. It's it's only if you can't go anywhere else you have to go there. Right. Yep. All right, guys. I'm gonna close us down with one that I don't know if this is on anybody's list, but I think it's the perfect experience when you think about adult beverages at Walt Disney World because every Star Wars fan dreamed and fantasized about grabbing a drink in the cantina. And I feel like from my Star Wars fan perspective that Oga's Cantina is a great in-park representation of what that feels like. So if you can get a reservation, because this is one of the few places that you need a reservation if you're getting an adult beverage, they don't serve uh, food or anything, just some light snacks. Um, But I love the vibe there. I love the atmosphere there. I wish they had more seating, um, but that's why it's so hard to get a reservation. But the drinks are great too. I love the fuzzy Tauntaun. I don't know what it is, but the you know, the, you know, just like fuzzy lip feeling that it gives you. I mean, it's a great, it's a great <laughs> spot. And if you want to be immersed into the Disney feel, like if you want to feel like you're in another world and able to drink an adult beverage, Oga's Cantina, that's where I'm going to go. That's where I'm finishing off the episode today. Any thoughts there? Or are you guys like, yes, we agree. That's a great spot. I haven't been there yet. Believe that's it or okay. not. I haven't been to Rosen Crown, so it's fair, fair trade. All right, in January, you and I are gonna. No, we do won't that. get a reservation. That's Let's right. Make a point of it. <laughs> I've I've yeah. been there. I'm a I'm a huge avid Star Wars fan, like obsessed to the point where I had to fight my wife to not name our child Luke. 
she won. <laughs> um, but the experience of the cantina, like being in the cantina, because, you know, it's in the original episode four, it's yeah. my favorite. And going in there and be like, this is, you know, it's, it's not supposed to be the same exact cantina. It's supposed right. to be a cantina like that, right? Because you're not on most right. Isleys. I'm not going to get the Star Wars nerd thing. It's all right. Nope. <laughs> um, but it was, it was really cool. I went there. It was so early in the morning when I went. I did not have a cocktail, which Christina already told me, why did I not do that? So I <laughs> already feel like I should have now been drinking at 7 in the morning. But uh, it was a really, really cool experience. So if we're talking about experience, Alston, that, I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, it's, it's a must I do. agree. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a question. Does anybody have a favorite defunct place to drink alcohol in Disney World? It is no longer in existence. Yeah, Meisner's. Mine too. Okay, yeah. Meisner's. Uh, all right. Okay, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and tell you, Austin. I'll give you mine in a second, but good. Austin, my the thing that I was going to argue with you on was Enchanted Rose. I'm not, not a fan. Not a fan. Ooh. Not a fan. Hot take. Yikes. <laughs> it's a hot take. I think I think for me it's a nostalgia thing because Mackenzie and I have had amazing date nights there. And so it's just part of the experience. But I do miss Meisner's, though. I really do. I, I miss Meisner's, and I feel like Enchanted Rose is just overpriced. Like, when an old-fashioned is $25, I'm like... Get out of here. Get out of here. So I will I will disagree with you. Ooh, fight, fight, fight. Go, Mickey. <laughs> Enchanted Rose. So I was really upset about Meisner's. I told you how much I love the band. Mm-hmm. I When they built Enchanted Rose... I was so scared that it was going to be like super cartoony right. and I thought it was going to turn into like a beauty and yep. the beast thing. It is, the ambiance is beautiful. Um, and the chandelier they have over the bar that I don't know if you like the blown glass that's like in yep. yellow that's supposed to be Belle's yep. dress is gorgeous. The decor on the walls, the floor, everything is just, but the, the decor around it is gorgeous. And they really upgraded the wine list. And they have the library, like the Beast yeah. Library. They have a wine library. Nice. Um, and the wine library is stellar. They have the wine emotion uh, system there, which is good. So I don't know. I mean, maybe that's for the next episode where we talk about the wine emotion versus the Corvin, um, which this is a Corvin. But, <laughs> but anyway, um, the I think that they really upgraded that. And Tim, I'll tell you why I like it. There are two couches outside of the lounge that That's are on true. top of the band, the band that used to be, right. and sitting there is my new favorite spot when the band is there because you can hear the band so much better. That's good. So I, I would why. agree with that. But they but they didn't bring back the bar nuts. They didn't bring oh, back the bar nuts. Those, those were the best yes. on well, property. You, Mallory makes them at home for you. so She does make them homemade, but yeah. But I will tell you my defunct favorite place that is Where no is longer it? in Disney World, the Adventurers Club. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. I never went there. Am I too old? I, I, I never went there. Oh my God, Christina just shook her head. It's like, I, yeah, you're, you're too, too old. old. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> She's never heard of it. You never heard of the Adventurers Club? No, I don't think so. That that was probably my favorite place to go. and like. It was at Downtown Disney, right? It was in downtown yeah. Disney, not Disney Springs, downtown Pleasure Disney. Island. And yeah, been there several oh. times. It was there was like a whole little like show that they did. Like it was like a yeah. you know like a goofy like performer. They were like Main Street performers right. that performed at nighttime while you were drunk. Perfect. 
what? Like the most amazing <laughs> thing ever. They served like a drink and like a monkey head. They called it a monkey nut. It was so incredible. And I'm there one time. This is a long time ago because this opened a long time ago. This is – I was always a Disney fan, but before I became like a Disney guru, I guess. I was there drinking with my best friend Joey and we were pretty well lit at the time. And there's this guy next to us talking about to his friends about the club and like – Oh, yeah, and that's from here, and that's from there. And he's like, and this is from this place, and this place in Nepal. And I go, I, bro, how do you know all this? It was Joe Rody. <gasps> that's the best Joe Rody story from the podcast. Didn't Mickey know. Was, Mickey was meeting Joe Rody before it was cool to meet Joe Rody. I was meeting <laughs> Joe Rody before it was cool to meet Joe Rody, and I was completely wasted. And at the bar, cool. talking to Joe Rody, having no clue who he was, until afterwards, I was like, Wait, that's the guy because Animal Kingdom wasn't even built mm-hmm. yet. That's how. Long wow. Ago this oh was. man. That's crazy. Yeah. Or no, it was just built. I'm sorry, it was just built. It was it was it was open already because we had went there. So I was like nine when that was <laughs> just yeah. saying. Yeah, we are no longer friends. Christina. <laughs> Christina was not drinking that day. That's amazing. No, no. no. Guys, Mickey, gosh, thanks so much for being here, brother. This has been an incredible part one. Like we knew, it's already been 45 minutes, and we are just like halfway through at least my list. I'm sure all yeah. of your lists as well. Yep. Um, but it just goes to show you, it's like when you think about Walt Disney World, it is not just a place for kids. We just spent 45 minutes talking about our favorite spots for adult beverages. So try one on the list. If you uh, love it, have a great experience, tag us in your photos. We'd love to hear from you guys. We love your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Mickey, thanks for being here, brother. Tim, Christina, it's been it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Travel Nation podcast. And now it's time for Trivia with Tim. Last week's question was, what year was alcohol first served in the Magic Kingdom? Congratulations to our winner this week, Terry Roth, with the correct answer of 2018. And now for this week's question and your chance to win some fun Travel Nation swag. When was the first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party held? To submit your answer, just head over to travelmation.net slash trivia, and we will reveal the answer and the winner on next week's episode. See you real soon.